Hello, and welcome to Fresh Fusion, a weekly show where we discuss the business, the art, the ethics of content creation on the open web. My name is Jared White, and this episode is titled Process Beats Outcome. So, kind of a slow news cycle right now. Not much going on, not much, not much to talk about, right? <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm not here to start getting into politics. Uh, I'm not going to really comment on the, the momentous news that we've uh, just all experienced over the last uh, week. Um, but I am going to say that my confidence in the, the basic fundamentals of democracy in America has largely been restored. I can actually go on Twitter and say I am an American and not feel deeply ashamed of that statement. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good right now. <laughs> but we're not here to talk politics. We're here to talk about, well, what are we here to talk about? Uh, well, today's topic is process beats outcome. And it's, it's some thoughts around sort of the, you know, the, the cliche that you hear, uh, it's not about the destination, it's about the journey. I'm not going to sort of <laughs> riff off of that exact take, but uh, I do want to share uh, some thoughts uh, based on experience I've had. Uh, but before we get into that, I want to introduce a new segment here on the Fresh Fusion podcast. It's called Fresh Picks. And each week I pick something that I want to share with you that I think is, is moving or uh, educational or inspiring. Um, and you can contribute your own fresh picks that just might end up on the show here. Use the hashtag fresh pick and I will look through that hashtag and uh, see what, what you guys are recommending. And I'd love to feature that on the show. All right, so my fresh pick of the day is the show. It's a, it's a documentary, actually, called Seduced, Inside the Nexium Cult, and it's on Stars. Uh, and I just subscribed through uh, the new Stars Apple TV channel. Um, so there's, there's lots of different ways you can get Stars, but that's the way I did it. Um, and uh, this documentary was really fascinating and scary, of course, and tragic, but uh, fascinating because, uh, you know, you, you, you're used to seeing cults that are, uh, you know, perhaps uh, born out of the soil of, you know, secluded out of the way places where people are sort of trying to escape you know, the, the modern world or something and go back to like, you know, living off the land or something, you know, you, you find cults that are based on, on, you know, extreme religious concepts, you know, maybe an offshoot of an offshoot of a, of a fundamentalist church or something like that. Uh, but the Nexium cult was really different. It was, you know, basically built on the back of celebrity status, of influence, both in terms of cultural influence as well as financial. Uh, you know, they, they got a whole bunch of, of L.A. area celebrities involved in Nexium, And it was, it, it was originally built as sort of this, you know, whole self-help guru sort of uh, you know, scenario. Uh, which, you know, there's plenty of that going on that's not a cult per se, uh, but, but this uh, spiraled, you know, way out of control. 
Um, and the documentary, I think, was structured really well because it wasn't just generally like, oh, here's the inside scoop on this crazy cult. Uh, it was really centered around the personal story of India Oxenberg and her mom, Catherine Oxenberg, who's a, a minor celebrity, uh, an actress that was on um, a popular TV show a number of years ago. I, I, f I forget the name, um, but, you know, she was she was part of the L.A. scene and she actually initially sort of encouraged her daughter, India, to attend one of the seminars put on by Nexium. Um, and it's this you know, sort of Latin-esque kind of spelling. So it's actually spelled N-X-I-V-M. <laughs> so it looks very fancy. Um, but anyway, so there's this there's this Nexium group. It was started by Keith Ranieri. And uh, so India starts to attend the seminars. And at first they seemed really helpful. And, you know, it was benefiting her life. And she got more and more involved with the organization and wanted to basically be a part of it and eventually be a, a self-help coach type person herself. And then everything spiraled into, you know, madness and sex trafficking and just <laughs> money laundering, basically, and all kinds of crazy things. Uh, and it was just... Or, Maybe not money laundering, as you know, in terms of the technical word. I think wire fraud was was used. That was one of the charges that eventually was brought up. Anyway, um, you know, it's the whole story about this cult, how uh, it was eventually taken down, uh, and you know, basically India, I India's personal journey through the whole thing. Uh, and I was just fascinated. I was riveted through the whole thing. Um, you know, I think what she went through was just, you know. An amazing thing that you know she is as as uh, you know eloquent and thoughtful about her experience as she is. You know, it didn't happen that long ago. We're, we're talking mere years, just you know, not even a decade since everything happened. Uh, you know, so to see this young woman, you know, live through this just unbelievably harrowing experience and come out the other side. And, and the way that she can reflect on her experience now and, you know, the interviews with her and a lot of other people in the documentary, it was just incredibly well done. One of the best documentary series I've ever seen. Uh, what a story. So anyway, I could go on, but uh, I don't want to give too much away. I really want you to see it. So um, if you have any ability to, to sign up, at least for a STARS trial, uh, through through the Apple TV channels feature or some other way. I, I really encourage you to try out Stars uh, so that you can watch Seduced. And again, if you have a fresh pick of the day to suggest, just post it on Twitter, use the hashtag FreshPick, and we'll pick it up here and very likely feature it here on Fresh Fusion. So now on to the Fresh Insight segment. Uh, I wrote a little preamble here, so I'm just going to read it here for you. You can enjoy the process... And optionally, you can enjoy the outcome of that enjoyable process, but you can't enjoy the outcome if you hate the process. The ends never justify the means. So the reason I titled this episode Process Beats Outcome is because I've really thought a lot about the creative process over the years, the, the process of, of, of designing things, of, of implementing things, uh, of, you know, having some kind of idea of what to build, uh, what, to, what to create, what to put out there in the world, and then executing on those ideas. And, you know, 
so much of the work many of us do these days, uh, you know, at least in some part touches on this creative process. Uh, you know, we're, we're not uh, necessarily all, you know, digging ditches on the side of the road, um, you know, although sometimes that's very important. Um, but, you know, so much of what we do in, in many of our jobs these days is, is you know, really trying to, to creatively come up with solutions to problems uh, or, you know, creating some kind of, of artifact, some kind of output from, from that creative process. Uh, I talked a little bit about that in the last episode um, in terms of, you know, the importance of, sh of sharing the tools and techniques you use along the way as part of that process. Uh, but today's episode is really about, you know, finding a process that you enjoy. Now, that sounds on the face of it really obvious, like, well, of course you should enjoy what you do. Of course you should enjoy the creative process, you know. And of course, you know, there's hard times, there's going to be challenges. And, if you know, if you're on large teams and large organizations, sometimes the process feels like it sucks. But, you know, at the end of the day, like, you know, you should, you know, like the work that you do and you should enjoy it. And, you know, if you're not happy, you should leave and follow your dreams. But... My experience has been with lots of people I've met and with myself personally, it's really easy to slide into this sort of nether world of, of being in a creative process, but not really enjoying it and not really understanding why you don't enjoy it and wanting to make it better, but not really knowing how to make it better. You're just, you just kind of have this, this, angst, <laughs> this, this undefined angst, like whatever is going on right now is not really the way it should be going. Um, and the reason we put up with that for so long is we think the outcome is going to make it worth it. You know, we think that, well, you know, I'm not really happy in this job. I'm not really happy with how we're doing things. Not the, the, the process, the day-to-day -day work here is not really thrilling to me in any way. Uh, but, you know, I think that's just the nature of the beast. And, you know, when we finally get this project done or when we finally get to this bonus or when we finally get to, you know, I move up in the organization or, you know, whatever it is, or, you know, if you're a freelancer, you know, when I, when I finally, you know, uh, finish this project and, and pick up a new contract with another client, you know, with this as a, as a case study, it's all going to get better. You know, we, we essentially defer happiness. We think we're finally going to be happy at some future date when everything magically resolves itself. And the thing is, it just never really magically resolves itself. <laughs> I mean, it can. It certainly can. But that's really rare. Like, it's really rare to be on a project over a long period of time that you really aren't getting anything out of. And then somehow the, the final result of your efforts is, you know, it makes it all worth it. You can all cheer and go, woohoo, I made it here. We did this thing together. It's so great. Like, that payday just never arrives. <laughs> and you get to the end of it all and you're like, why did I put up with that process all that time? You know, why was I in this team where I didn't fit in or where these other people didn't fit in and I didn't say anything? Or, you know, you look back and you look at all the mistakes and you're like, it just wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth it to go through that. 
And that's really a shame. And, you know, I've been through that. I've been there where, you know, you get to the final outcome. You know, I, I was on a I was on an album project. I was um, actually a, a musician in this large project to put together this sort of uh, you know, medieval inspired Christmas album with, you know, a lot of musicians, some of whom, you know, I really admired. So, you know, this was back in my, um, uh, I was either late teens or, or early 20s, maybe very late teens. Uh, and I was working with a bunch of musicians I admired. You know, it's this big project. We were in a fancy recording studio. You know, it, it seemed on the face of it like it was going to be really, ons- uh, really awesome. It ended up being just really challenging. Like nobody was getting along. The creative direction was just, you know, nuts. It was, you know, a lot of egos and a lot of disagreements. And, you know, people started screaming at each other and insulting each other when, you know, we were on take 20 and it wasn't working and you know it was just this terrible process but in the middle of it all you know it was just this idea of like just get through it get through another day (laughs) get through another day in the recording studio and you know not ruffle too many feathers hopefully or or get yourself uh all uh all up in the up in the rafters there with with the with the anxiety, um, you know, just get through another day. And when the album finally comes out, it's going to be great. Yeah, it was okay. It was an okay album. It wasn't bad. It wasn't great either. And, you know, I, I just, I can't even hear the album now. Like if someone else put on the album, they'd be like, oh, it's beautiful. There's flute, there's harp, there's this, there's that, there's a choir. Like, this is great. This is a wonderful Christmas album. You, you must have been so proud to be part of this, this album project. And I'd just be like, kind of sucked. It really kind of sucked. And I can't even listen to the album now, really, without just, you know, all it does is <laughs> bring back all the bad memories for me. And that's really a shame. Uh, you know, I, I won't go so far as to say I should not have been on that project. You know, I, it's not that I want to roll back the clock, you know, flashpoint style and change everything. But, you know, if, if someone approached me and said, hey, you could be part of a new album project and work with all these cool musicians and it's going to be this high visibility thing and you're going to be really proud to have your name on it. But the process is going to suck, just like that other project. I'd be like, sorry, I'm out. <laughs> I am out. That is not worth it to me. I, I have to enjoy the artistic process. I have to enjoy the creative process. It, it, that's a non-negotiable to me at this point, you know, whether, whether it's, you know, the, my, uh, my day-to-day uh, computer programming gigs, you know, it's making money and, you know, making money in and of itself can be enjoyable, but, you know, I really have to feel satisfied with what I'm doing creatively on a day-to-day basis. You know, I have to feel good about the people I'm working with. Uh, I have to be in a situation that's not toxic. And optionally, if you enjoy the outcome of that process, that's great. Like, it's wonderful if you can be part of a creative process that's really neat, that's really enjoyable, and be really proud of what you accomplish together. But even if, you know, what you're accomplishing together ends up being, you know, in the grand scheme of things, like sort of, you know, not much of anything to boast about or to get too excited about, 
that's okay. It's okay because the process itself that you're a part of, you can feel good about. You know, you can get up in the morning and feel excited about what you're working on that day. You can get up in the morning and feel excited about the people that you get to work with that day. You know, you can you can look at yourself in the mirror and think, you know, would I really change anything I'm doing in my life right now? Not really. Like things are going well. That is such a good feeling. And so many people don't have that. And that's what breaks my heart, because I know I didn't have that for, for much of my early career. I constantly felt like fish out of water. Why am I here? What am I doing? This is not what I want to be doing. And I was in the industry I wanted to be in. Like I was writing software and making money writing software. And I just couldn't wrap my head around like if I'm in the field I want to be in and I'm doing work I want to do, why does this suck so bad? And it, you know, it wasn't about, you know, the exact work I was doing, you know, technically. It wasn't even necessarily that, you know, I I didn't get along with any one person or whatever. It's just I was I was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. That's it, you know. So to wrap this up, you can enjoy the process, and optionally you can enjoy the outcome of that process but you can't hate the process and then enjoy the outcome. I just don't think that's possible. You know, if you're, if you're miserable in your job, if your career is going sideways, but you're sticking with it because, you know, that, that payday, that promotion, that, you know, whatever it is, you know, if you're in the middle of, of, you know, vocational school or college and it's all about getting that degree, like, okay, you know, maybe then, it's worth it to to put up with whatever you have to put up with right now to you know to get that degree to hold up that diploma and say i did it like okay you know i'll make room for that but if you're just sort of generally going through life and you're just sort of you know doing what you do and just sort of hoping that there's going to be some future date where it all makes sense and it's all worth it like <laughs> I just don't think that's going to happen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to be the one to tell you this, uh, but I just don't think that's going to happen. You know, if you can't change something about what you're doing right now today, uh, if you know, if if you're stuck in a in a situation, uh, I really think you you need to, uh, you know, take take a take a pause, <laughs> time out, and uh, go through some self reflection. Um, you know, sometimes, sometimes the change doesn't need to be so drastic. You know, I've, I've been on gigs even recently where I was starting to feel that, that sense of angst. I was starting to feel, mm, I don't know if this is really going the direction I want to go. Uh, and I've been able to, you know, sort of gently wade into a conversation where I'm saying, you know, I'm not really happy with this part of the project. Maybe I can switch gears and work, you know, on this other part of the project, um, you know, a recent example was uh, I was, you know, a f- basically a full stack developer. That means working on the front end and back end of a website on this project. And the back end technology that they'd chosen to use wasn't really one I was interested in or familiar with. Uh, and I wasn't motivated to really learn it because I was not interested in that particular technology choice they made. So I, you know, so I started to go down the road of just grin and bear it. And then I was like, 
No, 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 no. <laughs> I've been down this road before. I'm not going to just grin and bear it for the next X number of months or even years just to be, you know, Mr. Nice Guy, team player, whatever. Like, I need to say something. So I just, you know, all I said was, hey, like, you know, I've been getting a lot done on the front end side of this project, and I think I could be of most value there. You know, I'm, it's what I'm most familiar with. Uh, I think you know, maybe some of the other team members on the project would be better suited just to focus on the back end. And they said, yeah, sure, that makes sense. And that, that was it. It was like a very simple conversation. And all of a sudden, the, the entire trajectory of how I was feeling about the project changed. And now I'm working on the part of the project that's most interesting to me. So it doesn't always have to be a, a huge shift. But you really need to, to be in tune with yourself, you know, in tune with your intuitive side so that you can, you can recognize when you're getting that angst, when you're getting that, that sense of... Uh, something about this process, something about the, the, the kind of work I'm doing here on this project or, you know, the way the way it's going with with my responsibilities here. Like you you got to recognize when when it's starting to go sideways and, and really step up and, and make a change, you know, make make a difficult decision if you have to, to do something different you're going to thank yourself later. Like, I, I have no regrets. Every regret I've ever had about anything that's happened in my life, almost without exception, the regret has been because I didn't make a change. It's never that I made a change and then like, ah, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> I shouldn't have spoken up. I shouldn't have left that position. I shouldn't have. It's never I shouldn't have. It's always I should have. I should have made the change. I should have spoken up. I should, I should have told somebody how miserable I was. I should have ignored the advice of somebody who told me to just stick with it, you know, grin and bear it. You know, I should have just walked away from that <laughs> and, and followed my own intuition. Uh, it's always I should have. So <laughs> please, please don't make those mistakes. Don't, don't live a life full of I should haves. It, it's, it's not worth it. Find a process you enjoy. That's the takeaway. All right, that's that's it. That's a wrap. That's today's episode of Fresh Fusion. I'm Jared White. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can go to jaredwhite.com for, uh, for this and past episodes. And uh, please subscribe to Fresh Fusion in your podcast player of choice. And I will see you next time. Bye.